Sterling Helen, welcome to Bruce News Week. G'day, mate. I don't think I've um, been on Bruce News Week before. <laughs> uh, well, you've been on Bruce Bruce Conversation. It's all the same thing. I've been, Just... Yeah, I've been on the long form stuff, but not the um, not the power. The power update. The, the power hour. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. <laughs> Mate, but we're here to talk about you. We're not here to talk about me. Um, okay. Had some great discussions this week uh, you know, in, in the Radio Brews News Facebook group about the Chaveza that you guys, I, I won't say launch because it's been out for a little while, but you've obviously gone much larger with it. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, for the folks listening at home, um, you know, we've, we've launched a office of Azer, a little beer. I guess that we've been, you know, making for about 18 months now, maybe maybe a little bit longer, but definitely um, it's been a tap room for quite some time. And, yeah, just a wonderful Mexican-style lager that we sort of brewed back in the day. We, we spent a bit of time in America over the last sort of five years and everywhere we went, you know, the, the U.S. breweries had the cervezas just sort of kicking around as a staple in their tap rooms and we were drinking them and we're like, geez, incredible and anyway we came home and thought it was about time we had a crack and yeah we just had this beer and it's fun it's weird it just it's just found its way into the hearts and minds of the bolter taproom drinker and yeah just every week we'd sort of sell out of this kegs of beer that we had a cerveza and with no marketing no sort of preamble just people wanting to drink it so um yeah we kept making it and here we are 18 months later and um yeah, releasing it, I guess, to all of Australia. It's one of those things that the fact that Bolter has released a beer like this, you know, is has obviously sparked a little bit of discussion. Um, you know, going back to you know the what is craft beer days of this isn't a craft beer, but I increasingly wonder whether you know, like, <laughs> we want people drinking beer in all its forms is the way I approach it. But you know, mm. w- were you expecting there to be a little bit of you know an eye roll that, of course, Bolter was always going to do this? Oh, look, mate, we, I think, you know, we, we just expect eye rolls in general. doesn't matter what we do. Um, you know, I feel like uh, people like to kind of roll their eyes a bit. But um, I guess for us, man, it, it just – we haven't changed our philosophy or our approach to making beer. You know, as you know, we've always sort of proclaimed to be a good beer company. And very early on, you know, we had the mindset that is if you can make um, – a million litres of integral beer, but you couldn't do more than that integrally, then you make a million litres of beer. If you can make a, a gazillion litres of beer integrally, then why wouldn't you make a gazillion litres of beer? If your message is to share good beer with everyone you meet, then then why wouldn't you have that mindset? So we broke the shackles pretty early on of what craft beer was and what it wasn't to us, and we just sort of had that belief that good beer is good beer and good beer is for everyone, and... As a result, we just started making beers that we want to drink. And, you know, sort of, you know, if you're just talking about, you know, what the stereotypical um, sort of view of craft beer is in Australia, then I feel those beers are only going to reach a certain amount of people at the end of the day. What a beer like this does and what a beer like, you know, any great lager or it just breaks down those barriers of entry, you know, and, and it sort of broadens your appeal, I guess, to folks to, to come in and at least have a discussion because there's a beer in your portfolio that they look at and go, you know what, I'm not really into that craft beer stuff, but, you know, they've had a crack at this style that I'm familiar with and I'd like to give it a go. And I think from there, you know, where we ended up today with this the Vaser beer is, is really just an extension of how we've always made beer. 
um, which is a simple process of we make it on the pilot system first. Um, you know, we make beers that we want to drink personally. We don't want to hand anyone anything we don't love and we don't drink. And then after that, it's up to the, so I guess, the free market decides and tells us what, what they're enjoying and what they're not. And, yeah, and here we ended up, you know, on this little surveys of beer. It, so it, I think it, I answered your question. I might have gone the long way around. No, no. Um, <laughs> God, I'll never uh, criticise anybody for taking the long way around in uh, – I, I take the long way around in asking the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess in one sense, you know, if you go back even before Bolter became the Bolter that we know, you know, when there were four surfers looking at starting a brewery, um, there were people, including myself, that, you know, when you first hear the rumours of it, that this was the sort of beer they were going to launch with and – you didn't start Bolter with a beer like this. You started with XPA that is, you know, has been a pioneering beer in so many ways. I think you followed it with a brown ale and then a Pilsner. Is that the order that the first three beers came Yeah, we came had in? the old brown and then we had the Pilsner come in and then, um, yeah, the IPA after that and the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, and uh, we, we, the XPA is still the signature flagship i guess but you know yeah. the, the the brown ale and then even the pilsner which is a, a a lager and you'd think would be more popular just never hit the volumes that you guys needed it to um you know i i i think that really tells a bit of a story about the bolter progression and also the beer market that those beers didn't survive because there wasn't the, the demand for them yeah, look, that's right, and I think it's a process of – it's a journey, right? It's a process of experimentation and, you know, seeing what works and seeing what doesn't, and, you know, especially for some of those more traditional styles, you know, it's a very busy market for a craft brewery to come in and say, hey, we've got a Pilsner too, or we've got a lager here too, you know, and, or we've got this beer too, and, you know, there's, there's, you know, far cheaper versions on the market that are everywhere and widely available and, um, sometimes it's hard to, I guess, to put your head up in that space. And, you know, we found that over time that, um, you know, there's certain styles of beer that the market may want for us and there's certain styles that they may not. And so, you know, we became obviously very good at making every form of pale ale and IPA and hazy you can imagine, and, um, you know, which has been a, a big staple of who we are and a big part of our identity. Um and you kind of fight, sit into that groove. And I think over time, though, you also start to realise that, you know, um, just because, you know, something hasn't existed in craft before, it doesn't mean it can't. And I think I've seen a lot of these light beers, you know, popping up all over the world inside these great breweries. And what I think is pretty amazing is that um, good beer companies are making these styles of beer. And they're evangelising these styles of beer because why shouldn't they? They it's beer at the end of the day, and that's what we make. So why would we sort of, um, I guess, exclude ourselves from a certain category just based off that um, maybe it's got a bad perception or a poor perception um, or any of that? So I guess um, over our journey, we've kind of just gently just pulled back the shackles of what. I guess we want to be and what we want to represent and um yeah and i guess that's sort of led us to here it, it, it's interesting you say that, you know it's uh appealing to beer drinkers you know I, I think the last time i spoke to you and scotty 
you know, at the very end of the chat, I asked you whether you'd ever make a seltzer um, because we, we are increasingly seeing in the drink space soft drink that's being alkalized or, you know, cruiser styles or seltzers or things that are just sweet and fizzy. But you said you're a beer company. You know, is, is some of those non-beer products are never ever for Bolter or, and you, you'll just stay in the beer space? Look, mate, as, as long as, um, just, I guess, Scotty and I are here, you know, we are, we're brewers at the end of the day, we're beer makers. Um, we believe in the power of being good at something um, and not trying to be everything. And we don't want to subtract from um, breweries that do play in this space, in, in different spaces. Um, but for us, you know, we are, we're a beer company and we're very proud of that. Um, you know, on the front of our building is a beer smiley you know, logo, um, and I can't imagine that with the word and seltzer or and <laughs> RTD beside it. You know, um, yeah, it, that's what Bolter's a beer beer company at the end of the day, and and we're extremely proud of that. And I think for us, a big part of who we are and the trust that we built as a company is is probably based around that. Um, single-minded focus and people have come to trust and rely upon us as beer makers. Um, and look, I've got no doubt that we could probably go and, and make these alternative drinks and probably have some level of success with them. But I think deep down for me, it's always sort of said that we're not completely confident in beer. And for us personally, I feel we'd be letting beer down because we're sort of saying, oh, we're making these drinks now because maybe what we do isn't good enough for everyone. And we like to think that, look, good beer is good beer. And even if you don't like a Bolter's today, there's a chance you're going to like one down the track. It's like um, good music, I guess. You may not like the band, but that band will play a song once and you go, oh, you know what, that song's a banger. I'll be, I'm, I'm all for that song, you know. And I kind of see that as beer. Like our beers are our, our track listing. And some people love all your songs, you know. Some people love every album you bring out. Other people might just go, no, I just like that hit. That hits for me. And I don't know that's how we see it. And I think we're just loyal to that thought process. And it allows us not to get distracted. And, and, and again, probably the core value of it all is we always maintain that we only would serve you something that we're willing to drink and enjoy ourselves. And... At that point, you're just telling your truth. You're not trying to conjure up marketing. You're not trying to conjure up a, a, a tagline or a way in. You're just extending you to the people going, hey, we're really into this. We hope you are too. And I, from a marketer's point of view, that's my favourite place to talk from as a point of conviction and a point of truth. Because beyond that, to me, you become a bit of a bullshit artist. And and, and I've said that before in many sort of interviews and, and conversations and I don't want to be a bullshit artist at the end of the day. I want to stand here and passionately deliver something we are completely into, you know, and and I that just it, that floats my boat. It, it, it starts managing, it gets me going, and I know it gets Scotty going, and I know it gets the rest of the team going here as well. So, I, you know, again, a long answer to, to your question, but um, there's many facets to that and many facets to us being a beer, beer company. <laughs>